Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Weltall. And we bring you a Popcorn Pulse episode, of which we didn't bother the looking numbers again. Do we ever? I know. It's an episode. The next episode from the last one. Anyways, it uh, it appears to be episode 54. Hooray! So, I mean, of course, we didn't lose one because when I went to open this, it went, Oh, your last one didn't save right, and I'm like, ah! Well, I think you're right, because I don't have an excerpt for 54. Okay, so. that's good. So, anyway, we're doing... Hopefully do... we didn't lose a manga pulse. I doubt we have. Because, again... It said it didn't save right, so that's questionable. Let's hope. If not, well, you guys get whatever survived. Yeah. Oh, we're not re-recording it. There's no way. I don't even know what I did. I couldn't tell you. I wrote it's been it, a week. I have already flushed my mind. I, I wrote it down, so I have that. I, I could vaguely recall from that. And I bet you could vaguely recall if I gave you the title and told you about it. You'd be like, oh yeah, that thing. Ah, so this time, though, we're doing a recommendation. A was this a recommendation? It was. It oh, was okay, fact. because I thought you just decided to fuck with us again. No, no, this was one that actually I, I'd seen years ago. This is this is where it's kind of funny. Is that I remember it being on like, you know, like the local channels as like a Saturday or Friday afternoon movie kind of thing. You know, back when they do such things. I don't know if they still do. I've very rarely watch local channels. I don't know. I don't watch channel stuff on TV very much. What can I say? Uh, but anyway. So I remember seeing it and going, wow, this is kind of, like, weird. All right. And someone then requested, I'm like, I haven't thought of that movie in a long, long fucking time. So we're talking about 1992's Sidekicks. Oh, my God. Huh. I'm just learning something here. It uh, the it has Bo Bridges, right? Right. Oh, I didn't realize this was the son of Lloyd Bridges. Uh, how did you not? And I was just like, Lloyd Bridges, I know him. Yes, oh, you do. Oh, my God. Yep. Serious actor the wrong turned day to stop sm to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> what do you what do you got on what do you got on oh god, what's your face? Well I'm about two inches taller, look better in heels, and a much better dancer. Uh, seeing we're butchering someone else's comedy. Hey, what's what we're good at? We're like, hey, do you remember comedy? Yeah, give me give me the cleaver, we're gonna take it to it. <laughs> Jokes. Blah blah blah. Anyhow. In effect, we're better than anyone remaking uh, classic comedies. Bo Bridges was in X Pain. Yes, he's done a lot of things. Uh, what's funny Stargate is Stargate SG One. Oh my, I know. <laughs> Believe me, he was also he also he's still making movies. He is. He's he's constantly in work for some. He's also <coughs> been in an episode in a movie that was featured on MST3K. Of course. Oh my God, he was in Masters of Sex. Yeah. Wow, I forgot. I stopped watching that. I only made it in like four or five episodes, and I just yeah dropped off. And I bet most people forgot it about up. it. Is it still going? I have no idea. Do Probably. you care? No. Not at all. Uh, no, it ended last year, apparently. Wow, that's actually kind 2013, of... 2013, 2015. It's actually far I thought. It's striking me as like a one-season kind of Four thing. Four seasons. Whoa, this is 16. The lie, it might still be going. Can't tell. Can't tell. Don't care. But anyway... Yeah, it doesn't say in here whether it's still going or not. I don't know. Anyway, he also played... Uh, uh, He's playing very much the same character he played in the 90s, which a lot of times was the incompetent but supposed to be lovable father. Uh, he also did he did the same thing in the movie The Wizard, which famously featured... The Wizard! Yes, which, of course, famously featured 
a fuck ton of like Nintendo heavy product placement, as well as the reveal of Super Mario Three and the how to get the first warp whistle. Okay. Yeah. That which was kind of a big deal back then. At least I just realized that I didn't bring a drink down. Yeah. That's annoying. That sucks. Like, yeah, if especially only since I'm like still recovering from being sick. So. If only there were a way to pause what we were doing. I don't know what you're We can't pause. This is live. You guys are actually listening to us as we record this. Don't ask how you can pause it. It's a, it's a time-space thing. You okay, control just, us. Yeah. There so, we go. Yeah. Cops are for pussies. Out of the carton. Who gives a shit? Anyways, this, uh, I guess, technically stars Jonathan Brandis. Right. Which, fun fact, uh, he hung himself in 2003. Did he? Yes. So he's been dead for a while. Uh, you might know him from, like, Ladybugs, uh, The NeverEnding Story 2, if anyone besides me ever saw that, uh, Stepfather 2, a sequel to a movie that wasn't that good in the first place and somehow... How did he make a movie in 2005, then? Uh, probably one of those things where they got footage from him or something like that. Oh, fun. Yeah, well, they, they cobbled it together. Yeah. Anyways, also stars, uh, well, that's his dad. It stars, uh, Chuck Norris. Yes. Sort of. Yes. Before Chuck Norris was a... This is important to remember, is that before Chuck Norris was an internet meme, and then a bad internet meme, and then an old internet meme, uh, he was actually an action star. I believe it's meme, sir. Yes. Because nobody can agree on how you say it. Yes. Everybody says that everyone's agreed, but then nobody agrees. Yeah. <coughs> and I find that hilarious. No, like, everybody's agreed. It's this. And you're like, but... Who's this everybody? A- Ow. And then there's also That's assholes. okay. I had a kid at work trying to argue with me that heat doesn't rise. Hot air does not rise. Hot air doesn't rise. Nope. Hot air does not rise. It falls. It seeks out cold air. It's like, well... Oh, wait, nope. Heat seeks out cold, sort of. It's kind of a layman way that they try and explain thermodynamics, but it's not exactly what's going on. They're just trying to make it easy for... Your little brain to understand. Yeah. And that's not air and ow. Because he was, his brother's a snake oil salesman that sells bullshit for, you know, like those attic insulation things where they covered everything in tinfoil? Right. Yeah. And attic fans. You have to have a solar powered attic fan because the other method just doesn't work. And I'm like, really? So the method we've been using for 70 fucking years that engineers have been using constantly is just bullshit? Doesn't work. With vents and soffits? Nope. Nope. I will Doesn't say work. convection attic, is not a thing. I will say attic fans would make uh, increase efficiency. Well, maybe not efficiency, but they will increase airflow, which reduces, in theory, the temperature. Assuming, of course, it is sunny and hot out. Yes. Yeah. They don't do a whole lot during winter. Not so much. In fact, they're, they're not really helpful during winter at all. Mm, not likely, no. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And then he also sells some bullshit magic thing that goes in air conditioners. You, you just you, you squeeze a little bit in your AC lines and everything just works better because oil fouling is a thing. And I'm going, if you have oil fouling in your AC, you've got bigger problems. You do. Much larger. <laughs> you need to fix the leak that's letting the moisture in. You need to empty the lines, uh, put a new dryer on, vacuum it out, and put in new Freon. Yeah, probably. With some new oil. Because you likely have a Freon leak for as well. Which well, you've got to have a leak if moisture's getting in. Yes. And <laughs> you got problems. But your magic pa- your magic pill stuff will fix it. Yeah. And I'm like okay. Yeah. 
My brother also used to sell the uh, little turbocharger you put inside the air intake that I'll gave bet you, you money. You can put it in your car. It'll make it run better. Yeah. You're not touching my fucking car. Yeah. Like, no, no. The only thing you put in my car is your body in the trunk when you try to touch it. Like, if it was my last car, I would have actually let him do it because I just redid the AC system myself. So I kind of know how ACs work. Yeah. Did all the vacuuming and everything. Yeah. They're not hard. They're not that complicated. It's the capturing of the Freon that's hard. That's the only challenging part. But anyways, it's not even really that challenging. You just gotta have all the equipment. So yeah. But no, yeah. If I, I would have let him try on that because it was all fresh. Like, yeah. Fresh, fresh. Because I just did it. And that would have been hilarious because it would have just made things worse. Which you would have loved, I know. Well, I wouldn't really care that much. It's not gonna hurt it that much and I wasn't planning on keeping it. I just made it work because I was tired of the hot. <laughs> Anywho, uh, back to the movie. It also has Mako. Yeah. Not the car company, the, the spray-on cheap paint company. The, yeah. the guy that was born in Japan who only apparently has the name... Oh, sorry, it's Mako. Yeah. Who is uh, your favorite Japanese guy from every movie. Uh, not Pearl what? Harbor, Memoirs of Geisha, Seven Years of Tupac, Teen Sweet Ninja Turtles. And this guy's... You know him. As soon as you see him, you go, oh! That guy. He's one of that those, guy. that guy. He's the Japanese, that guy. Yeah. Besides Watanabe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, Watanabe's the kick-ass Japanese guy. This is more like the elder teacher. Yeah. Like, we need someone, but Pat Morita's dead. <laughs> and has been for a while. Which is... We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, also, there's Julia Nixon... Who is the teacher? Uh, she's, yeah, but, she's infamous. She's she's the friendly. The thing that cracks me up is you look at her and you. I, I kind of feel like she was picked because she's not super ethnic, but ethnic enough to fulfill like the you know fetish of all the guys. Like I'm gonna go to Thailand and stuff. She was in Double Dragon. Yes. <laughs> yes, which might be. Uh, <sighs> anywho, she's the teacher. Who's also, I guess, kind of the love interest for the dad, for whatever reason that happens. For whose uncle is Mako, who teaches the kid. Right. The uh, martial arts. Also, wow. by the way, she worked with Chuck Norris again in Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, she did. She did, briefly, in like an episode, so. One episode? Uh, maybe Wasn't more. Wasn't she like in a bunch of them? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't... Uh... Now that you say that, I think she is in a bunch of them. Anywho, um, let's just get into the plot here a little bit while he looks up his whatever thing to find out if she was a She's in the regular. Field. And um, so the, the starts off in a, in a in sort of like a feudal Japanish thing. There's a fight scene. Uh, Julia is tied up. Chuck Norris is kicking ass, and so is this other dude in white ninja clothes. Well, because Chuck Norris shows up first as the white ninja, right? And and he takes on all of the other ninjas. The ones wearing black. That's how you know they're bad. Color coded for your convenience. Yes, and they uh. Just take him on one at a time until they dogpile him, and then he escapes through um, karate. Blah. Yeah. And then the other guy shows up to whatever help. And guess what? It's the kid. Yay. Yay. Jonathan Brandis. Yes. He's, he's a kid. And then, like, he does, he saves the saves the lady. She bonks the bad guy. And then Chuck Norris like, hey, thanks for helping me out. And he's like, yeah, anytime you need help, I will. And it turns out he's actually been giving this whole heartfelt speech to Chuck Norris about how anytime Chuck needs him, to his class. Because ha, 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 ha. And everyone's ha, like. Ha, ha. 
everybody left. Ha ha ha. The thing that the thing that cracked me up the most is like how funny everyone thought it was, as opposed to Jesus Christ, Barry is weird. Is that would be my reaction as a as a kid? Well, this was fellow. 1992. Humor was. We know exactly what everybody would think in say 2002. They'd be like, Oh God, he's the next one to shoot up a yeah, school. He's the next one. Like he's clearly gonna come to school with a trench coat and blow <laughs> Ten, everything up. Ten years later, they would have. Th they would think that. Yes, especially which is funny because there is a fantasy he has later. Where him and Chuck Norris have like dark dusters on, they go into this bad guy factory with shotguns, and you're like, "Yeah, that's uh, some unfortunate imagery." Yeah. Yeah. But they but, have mullets. But rolling, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. It cancels it all out. They got mullets. Rolling back. So yeah. So the, <laughs> they didn't know yet. It hadn't happened. Well, I know. I'm just saying. It's just one of those like. Yeah. Anyway, I'm saying is that normally I would I would personally think that. The kids would either think he's weird, they wouldn't necessarily laugh, because he'd be like, oh, God, fucking this kid again. Because he has to have done he'd be it. in special ed by now. Probably. Someone would have enrolled him, you know. So then the teacher has a meeting with the father, and is like, he's like, yeah, you know, he does these these things where he thinks he's hanging out with Chuck Norris, and he's like his sidekick, and they, have, they fight together. And it's like, that's a very weird actor for this kid to have fixated on. Not too much, but... It's still kind of odd, considering it's still the early 90s when this all takes place. I mean, Chuck Norris has had quite Would a few... Would you prefer Sylvester Stallone? No, no, not by far. I guess at least Chuck Norris knows martial arts. You know? So, hey. But anyway. Uh, and was uh, Seagal big yet? When was I, his... Uh, I think he was 88 or something? Yeah, I think he would probably just started at that point to really make an impression. Because we'll have to look up Steven Seagal. No, uh, there's one other person in this movie that we'll talk about in a minute. But, um, anyways, so then uh, let's see here. Uh, he gets bullied in class. Yep. Uh, because bullies. Oh, and his dad takes him to learn karate, and they go see Joe Piscopo, yeah. who's the bad karate teacher. Yes. Who's literally like, imagine uh, Karate Kid's bad karate teacher, but dumber. This is literally... He's also the bad guy in most of the, the the dream sequences, I think. In at least two. At least two. There's the, there's the Vietnam one where he's in a full... He's in a, full, a Fu Manchu. He has a conical hat. And he's speaking with an incredibly racist accent. Or is it supposed to be? Like, I don't know if it's a parody of a racist accent. Like, it's one of those things I kept twisting my head. Like, I don't know if this is... I mean, I get it. Like, he's just... It makes sense if you think about it from the point of view, this is the kid's fantasy. Steven Seagal has an official website. Yeah. No, he started, uh, Above the Law came out in 88, then Hard to Kill in 1990. I think Hard to Kill is probably the one that really got him out there. Uh, I have so, to look over his website now. Just because. before. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it'll be great. Oh be my god, Steven Seagal and his band will be touring Europe next year. Hooray. <laughs> the, the one I think everyone really knows Seagal from is Under Siege. Oh, sorry, no, it says in 2014. His website's a little outdated. A little. So Under Siege came out the same year as this. So this was just ah. at that peak where all of a sudden, oh my god, Steven Seagal. Yeah. Anywho. Wow, his his um, his goatee is getting out of control. Yeah. His so, goatee is taking on a life of its own. It will be the next action star. It will. Steven Seagal's goatee is in the Expendables 4. It just goes around, like, punching, like, getting in a fight with Danny Trejo's facial hair. Like, 
anyway, so uh, the thing that the thing it's like interest like the teacher takes way too much of an interest in him, but mentions to the father like, hey, maybe you should put him in martial arts, and that's where we get the Joe Piscopo scene. And yes, this is literally like the Karate Kid, like if someone ramped all the stere the cliches up to eleven, because yeah. There's the, the evil karate teacher, and he is just so angry. Like, every time you see him, his neck is fighting to escape his spinal column. It is just always bulging out like it is trying to flee. I'd like to know what his skin is made of to hold that in place, because, honestly, we could probably build a space elevator out of it. Steven Seagal has an energy drink. Yeah, or at least he did at the time of that website. I kind of wish we'd done, like, a Steven Seagal... We might have to do that. Like a Steven Seagal run? Something. Like an episode of just Steven Seagal where we drink some of his crappy energy drink on the show and we're just like, oh, God! We'll, put we'll some... have to do it not at 9 o'clock at night, though, because I don't want to be drinking energy drinks right before I need to go to sleep. Likely, no. But we also need to put some of his music in the background for yes. like, his crystal cave and all that. It'll be a full Steven Seagal of a balooza. I the guess. Path Beyond Thoughts documentary. <laughs> uh, anyway, dialing back. So oh, yes. I'm, I'm stuck on Steven Seagal now. I can't I, even pay attention to the movie. Really I know you together. can. So yes, for some reason, the kid, like, like the, the Joe Piscopo is, like, explaining, like, we're the best of the best. We're awesome. Legends Dry Sheep Impact? I don't know. Legends of? What is that word in between? It doesn't say. I can't read that shit. But sheep impact with flames in the background? What are the sheep impacting? It's a short. It says sheep impact. The sheep apparently explode on impact. It's a four minute beer commercial. Oh. Okay. For some reason, he's in it. There's 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 a horrible. Th yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh. Uh. So, yes. So Joe Piscopo's like, yeah, you came in the right one, we're the best. Then, like, for no apparent reason, the kid is just like, blah, 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 Chuck Norris. And the fact that Joe Piscopo badmouths Chuck Norris, like, he's like, ah, he doesn't have a real fighter, and he stopped competing because he know he'd get his ass kicked. And the kid's like, yeah, go to hell, or whatever, basically. And he leaves, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, your karate is supposed to be about discipline and whatever, and you're not following that. And... Joe Piscopo's like, yeah, you still believe in the Easter Bunny too? Um, what? Yeah. Quick question. Is it still philanthropy if on your official website you toot your own horn about all the shit you did? That's pretty much what Steven Seagal does. I don't know if you noticed that. I know, but is it still philanthropy? I'm asking about from the definition of philanthropy. You can still be a self-aggregating philanthropist. Just know that you're a douchebag. That's all. So, philanthro-douchebag? Mm. Yeah. Philanthriolo. Philanthrodouche. A new term. Philanthrouche. Philanthrouche. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, now that we're trying to stop. Okay, enough Steven Seagal. Yes. Or is it? There's never There's enough. a martial arts section. There's never enough Steven Seagal. What the fuck? Way of peace and harmony. Who, who's that big motherfucker? I don't know. Maybe Steven Seagal's goatee's beginning? Anyway. <laughs> Present day, he still does stuff? Yes, shockingly. I thought he was too fat to do stuff. No, that hasn't hindered him in his doing stuff. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what he's trying to do, is to see if he how fat he can get before he has to stop doing stuff. 
Like it's a battle between himself and his metabolism. He's like, I'd like to see how big I could get before I can no longer kill everything. <laughs> he's doing it out of kindness. It's yeah. because he has to, in his current state, he's accidentally killing people all the time. All the time. Just, just oh shit, I'm sorry, I killed, I killed another one. <sighs> Steve, you gotta stop doing that. I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get fat so I don't kill people. It's the only way. It's the only way. <laughs> or at the very least, he'll slow down and people can see it coming. And then yeah, he'll go to throw a punch and people will just be like, what the fuck? Just step aside like, what the fuck? A fat man just tried to punch me. <laughs> oh, with a really bad goatee. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> We have a movie. Maybe so, he's trying to protect his career with his goatee by not being able to speak words. Uh, if I don't say shit, nobody will... Anyways, back to the movie. Yeah. I've closed it. He is gone. For now. He'll pop up later. Now, I'm kind of fuzzy on how the subject gets to where... Because the teacher's uncle is coming to America for reasons. Mm -hmm. We just go with it. Why the teacher decides that uncle is going to train him in martial arts, and why the uncle takes him on... They skip over completely. There's actually a dinner that was supposed to have happened that they literally skip over. Yeah. They just go to after the dinner where the dad's talking with the mom like they're going to get it on or something. I don't talking know what the, the teacher, you mean. And, yeah, the, oh, sorry, the teacher. And uncle is in the kitchen already training, let's just call him Jonathan-san. Right. Johnny-san. He's throwing little dough balls at him, and, and the kid can't catch him because he's dumb. He's like, I'm not ready. He's like, what's well, lesson one? you got to be ready. Yeah. And, you know, of course, like any wise old, you know, master of something, he's also like, hey, you know, you're going to start your training. You're going to walk to school, you know, now. That's going to be your thing. And then after that, you're going to run. We'll see. And the kid has asthma, by the way, which I like how they don't just gloss over, like, claim that he doesn't have asthma. You know, because it's a part, like, after, in the martial art tournament where, like, clearly he's having a hard time reading a little bit. Because it's catching up with him. Yeah. But, but he's getting better. But he's getting better. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, yeah, there's a martial arts tournament at the end because what's a martial arts movie without a martial right. arts Right, again, if you're going to copy Karate Kid, you might as well go all the way. Only he doesn't win by crane. I'll give it this. He doesn't win by punching his uh, school nemesis bully and by cheating, like the crane I, kick. I, I keep... I keep thinking about this. Martial arts movies are literally just trying to get around the fact that you're not supposed to go beat up your bully by having the bully first, A, attack you first, so you're just defending yourself, right. and then B, you beating them at the tournament, right. which is, again, just beating up your bully. Well, again, this one, I'll say this for this movie, they circumvent that. He doesn't get in a physical kind yeah, of Yeah, but he doesn't physically destroy him. He just still... You're still the same thing. You're beating them in the tournament because it's a tournament. It's okay now, right? Yeah. See, it's it's a tournament. Therefore, beating up the person in a non-physical way, it's okay because it's a tournament. Karate Kid's worse because he cheats. Well, I don't know. Kind of. No, no, because they say no kicks above the belt. He kicks him in the face. Oh, that's right. He cheats. Well, that's okay. Chuck Norris cheated in this movie. Yeah, he's Chuck Norris. No, he when <laughs> when they're doing the fight with dumbass. Yeah. Because they have to have the comeuppance. Um, Chuck, we're just skipping ahead here. Chuck Norris shows up at the the, the meet, yeah. the tournament because sure. Chuck Norris, and he fights him, and he punches him in the back of the head at one point. 
The guy runs past and he hits him in the back of the head. Uh, I'm sorry, but isn't that a rule in pretty much every single fighting everything is no strikes to the back of the head? I thought Boxing, it... fucking um, what's that stupid thing everybody loves, the mixed martial arts? Yeah, like um, the UFC's MMA. UFC, there we go. Yeah, because that's totally real, people. Totally. Okay. It's fucking rigged. Okay. Rigged worse than boxing was. Okay. Is? I don't know, I don't watch boxing anymore. What? I watched uh, I watched one really not recently, it was a while ago, and I dude it's just like one of the guys beat the other guy's ass and they were trying to decide whether he he was gonna be disqualified because I guess uh, winning wasn't allowed. And they went, He won't be disqualified, but he loses anyways, because we want the other guy to win. You're going What? Why how how did the other guy win? He he lost. But what? He just won. Cuts. Judges say so. He sure as fuck didn't get more strikes in. He didn't win by points. We all saw that. He was fucking failing miserably. Okay. I don't know. They just want to give him a win. And not because the other guy got disqualified. Because he needed a win. I guess. Whatever. Right. I'm discrediting the entire sport off of one fight. Yep. That makes, That's what I just did. Makes perfect sense to me. Anyway. <laughs> So, yes, the the uncle again takes on this kid. Oh, yes, no, no, the, the bikers that happen that Oh, first. God, yes, for no reason, bikers come in so they can have the scene where he uh, acts drunk and beats up the bikers. Right, which is, this is a very standard, like, 80s, early 90s thing is, we need some cannon fodder to get their ass beat by a martial artist. What do we do? Um, generic bikers. Generic, generic bikers that wear leather and they're like, ah, we're disrespectful. Yeah, the one main guy, biker dude, has been the biker dude in God knows how many fucking movies. Yeah, I, I didn't look up the bikers, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, Dennis Berkeley would be the guy. Oh, the big guy. I love how he has a higher ranking than Chuck Norris on here. Chuck Norris, by the way, played Chuck Norris. Yes. Oh, oh, by the way, this was directed by his brother Aaron Norris. That, that probably tells you why Chuck Norris showed up in this. Dennis yeah. Berkeley, see the guy? Yeah, Tell me I you see. haven't seen him as a biker in about 90,000 movies. Yeah, I've seen him in probably a lot of different things. Let me see if he was, he was in... in Hollywood Homicide? <laughs> he was the bartender. What tab? It's bad that I know his line from that movie. Maybe because Hollywood Homicide is one of the best movies ever. It's a severely underrated movie, I think. Like, there are a lot of movies that you could look at that are bad from that era, but that one somehow... It only got a 5.3 out of 10? Yeah. What the fuck, people? That movie's amazing! It's... I think it's probably one of the last good uh, Harrison Ford movies. It's... It's cheesy in the best fucking ways possible. Harrison Ford humps glass! Which is pretty awesome. But anyway. He's a tree. Oh, that looks really hard. I mean, what he's doing. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Penis joke. Anyway. Where are we at? <laughs> we are um, talking about the dumbass movie. So bikers get their asses kicked uh, for whatever reason. Just to show that the old man has got the skills, I guess. Oops, forgot to kill the phone. Mm. But yeah, he's got the he's got the moves. He's also got the touch. He's got the touch. Da -da! He may have the power, but that remains to be seen. <laughs> uh, that is seen later. 
when he he breaks through all the stones. He's a brick breaker. I, I want one more. Can I have another one? I want to show everyone what happens when you make the old man get involved. How come the old man didn't have to fight? Because he already fought the bikers. He showed how awesome. Yeah, but in the, the tournament. Like, well, Chuck they, fights. Right, but that's just it. Is the kid didn't have to fight either. But why? Because how come only Chuck fights? Different events. They had four different... How major. come Chuck didn't break bricks? Because they had four different events, one person for each one. Because Chuck can't break bricks? No. Cause or because if he punched the bricks, the world would break. If he punched the bricks, the building would crumble in sympathy. <laughs> there. The bricks point. would be untouched, and the wave of power would simply be transferred through, destroying the foundation of the, of the very continent he's on. So is, is that, a, is that meet the, the minimum Chuck Norris man? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so... Or is it because he'd have to reveal his third fist underneath his beard? Right. So here's one of the worst parts of this movie. So he's training, he's doing his thing, right? He builds up his confidence enough. He actually asks his love interest, like the, other, the girl in his class he's got a big heart on for her, out. And she's like, oh, I like you, but not in that way, right? Completely crushing him, which is fair, because, again, this is kind of like, it's kind of like him coming to terms and with... And then he has a bitch fest. Well, there's, besides that, okay, let's move on, skip ahead a bit in the movie, where his school bully, who it turns out goes to the evil dojo, giant surprise for any of you who've seen this plot once or twice. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. What? I've never seen this plot before. I'm, I mean, come on. A... Uh, 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 ethnic teacher teaching a uh, uh, like nerdy kid martial arts using unconventional means like throwing dough balls or waxing a car <laughs> that seems that seems legit or taking on a jacket and putting it on and taking it off Ooh. yeah anyway why did they still call it karate kid I mean I get the reference thing but he didn't just for learn branding. karate just for branding and that's what pisses me off it's like literally I have no problem with remaking it. It's just you shouldn't bother calling it that if it's not. You might as well it'd be like, hey, we're going to remake the Karate Kid, only this time the master is Charlton Heston and he teaches him how to use a machine gun. This is the Karate Kid, kids! Yeah, I love the part in the Karate Kid where he mows down the bully with, a, with an automatic. That was beautiful. What? <laughs> I'm not following your logic, Ted. I don't see the problem. I don't get it. I don't get up. What's your problem? I don't understand. Anyway, or would it be Ted Nugent? Because he's still alive. No, because then you teach him how to use a fucking hunting bow. Yeah, got motherfucking Ted Nugent. No, no, no. <sighs> <laughs> he had decent music, and then he lost his fucking mind. Some decent, some. Don't get me out of out of context here. Anyhow, sorry. Uh, later he gets into a confrontation with with the school his his bully right. And who doesn't know that Barry, our main guy, is learning martial arts. So he decides to fight back. Okay, cool. Uh, he sort of, like, starts getting the advantage, and then the gym coach shows up and breaks it up. The and gym coach, by the way, which I waited till now to bring up, yes. is played by... Come on. Da, ba, 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 Come ba, ba, ba. on. He knows his name. No. I'm waiting for Richard you. Mole. Okay. Also known as Bull from Night Court. Ah, uh, yes. I, I thought he seemed familiar. Okay. As soon as I saw it, I went, ha ha! Bull! Now, the thing that's funny about that, so after immediately after he kicks, he defeats the bully, and 
and our, our gym coach is like, yeah, you leave him alone. You should just back off. You guys need to separate. And then he tells the kid as, like, the, the bully walks away, he's like, yeah, good job. He's still doing stuff. That's awesome. Of course. He's a good character actor, certainly. Then the, immediately after that, the girl comes up to him and is like, oh, hey, uh, so do you? what are you doing Saturday? She's all of a sudden interested in him. This is a horrible thing because she just literally like, like, oh, I wasn't interested. Oh, but you can kick someone's ass. Well, now I'm interested. See? And is the message that martial arts will solve your problems and get you chicks? Is that what we're going for? Because that's what it feels like. At least in, like, Karate Kid, to co- again, to, co- to compare what is certainly a fair comparison. Uh, against a better movie. Right. Is that the girl likes him for himself, like, just for who he is, not because he knows martial arts and can beat up her old boyfriend. She's not like, oh, my God, you can kick my old boyfriend's ass, so what are you doing tonight? Ah, ah. You know, I only put out for guys who can punch and break bricks and things. Can, can you do that? I need to dem- demo a house. It's, I don't have any tools. How about you help out? Yeah. Anywho. Also, I wanted to talk briefly about the gym coach. Because there's a scene where the gym coach decides to humiliate him for reasons. And then, like, he turns, like, you know, Chuck Norris shows up and teaches him how to climb a rope properly. Yeah. He's like, climb that rope. Ha, 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 ha. Which is one of those things that... That always baffles me when I see that in like movies or TV shows, or I hear people immediate. It's not a not a. It's definitely an older thing where you hear people talking about like, oh my god, climbing the rope in gym was humiliating. I don't understand how. Like when I was in elementary school, I was taught how to climb like the rope in gym, and it was not a big deal. And I was not a very physically fit kid or anything. I never climbed the rope because they never showed me. I figured it out later in life. <laughs> Yeah, it's they were just like, yeah, you just you just climb it, you you just wrap your leg around it and climb it. Yeah. I'm like, I, I wrap my leg around it now. What? You just climb it. Why did I wrap my leg around it? You just climb it. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't get very far, and then I just stopped giving a shit. And then later in life, I'm like, oh, I get it now. You, you step on it, and you know, just you clamp. Oh, yeah. huh. gives you a step. That way you can like use your legs. Because legs are stronger than, like, your arms. Oh. Right. They only use your arms to do so if you're, like, some sort of show-off or a dick. Yeah. Could be either or. And then Chuck Norris teaches the kid how to do it, and he probably does it wrong. Yeah. He never uses his legs to, to kick off. He just kind of climbs it. And it kind of looks like somebody's pushing him up while he's yeah. doing it, But too. he gets to the top, and then everyone claps. And at that point... I started to wonder if maybe the whole movie wasn't just a long extended fantasy. Like, he actually got in a fight with the bully. The bully gave him head trauma, and now he's in a coma dreaming all this. <laughs> Wouldn't like, that be funny? Because, like, all the, like, A, he starts learning martial arts, and B, his dad starts, you know, dating the hot teacher that he, like, clearly has a hard on for, but is like, he's like, well, I can't clearly date her as the son. He was but. the star track, the track star of the school until the owner of the local Ace Hardware ran him over with his Hummer. Right. Oh, wait. Wrong story. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone clapping because he climbed a rope. You're like, why would everyone clap? That is, like, a lot of the other things I can buy, it's like what, stupid moments like that. Like, oh, the whole class, like, yay, the asthmatic kid who is generally exempt from all physical activity can suddenly climb the rope in gym. Where's Happy for reasons? Except the bully. He's the only one allowed not to clap, I guess. 
Yeah, everyone ignored the fact he was talking. Well, they didn't exactly ignore. First, they did do the who is he talking to when he's talking to Chuck in the other fucking rope. Right. Everyone just glosses over that afterwards. Yeah, he was just talking to somebody that wasn't fucking there. And then he climbed a rope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not weird. Not weird at all. Totally cheerable. The for... kids having fucking audible hallucinations might want to have that checked out. Yeah, he's just weird. And then there's, like, the whole thing, like, where Bo Bridges is, like, supposed to be a computer programmer. Never really comes into anything. No, but they do, once in a while, when he has this magic, like, scenes with Chuck Norris, like the Vietnam one. Right. When he walks away, like, the helmet will just kind of blow across the street. Like, it, maybe it was kind of real. You're like, what? And, okay, let's go to the tournament now, because we've been talking about this way too long. Sure. And he gets to the tournament, and Chuck Norris is there, and they, they need a fourth person in their team to compete. So they ask Chuck, and he's like, sure, and he's like, helps the kid out. And then he's, that, that way he can also beat up dumbass, because he came over right. and was acting For like For no ass. reason, Joe Piscopo comes over and is like, yeah, you're a fucking pussy, or whatever the equivalent is for a PG movie or whatnot. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, I'd beat your ass. Good thing you don't fight me. He's like, blah, blah, blah. Chuck is like, yeah, okay, kid, I'll, I'll help out your <laughs> team. Because the hot Asian yeah. chick asked me. Yeah, so they, they, of course they win. Because whatever, and the funniest no, the, here's the weirdest part to me during that is that they they they, the bad dojo and our main guy his little team, end up tied and they have a tie breaking brick breaking contest right, which again I on fire right that's the part that blows my mind is that the teacher the Mako is allowed to go over there spray the thing down and then light on fire, and then he just walks away he's like that'll help. No one in the no one in the crowd, like even the judges, like that's not that's not the rules. You can't do that. Like why? Like that actually? No, that's not considered fair. Well, whatever. Sure. He lights now, them on fire. Well, here's the baffling part: is they they at the end, very end, right? They uh, they sit down. Him and Chuck have this little moment, and he runs after his dad and his new girlfriend, which was his teacher, because yeah. they're boning hell, I guess. Why not? And was the girl there? Doesn't matter. Whatever. He runs back, and he looks back because he forgot his. Uh, his magazine, his magazine, which has Chuck on the cover that he's always carrying around, and Chuck is gone. Yep. And you've and they're trying to allude that it was Chuck wasn't really there; it was another one of his fantasies. And you're going, okay, okay, I'll go with that. The the, the fantasies helped him because they had this little scene with uh, Mako where he's just like, well, eventually they can you can you learn to control them and they'll become helpful. Something, right? Okay, okay. So we're pretending it was all just make believe, sort of. So who fought the bad guy? Right. The bad dojo dude. Right. How did they tie then? How did they get to compete? Right, because the guy, the guy at the entry, says explicitly, "Your team has to comprise four people, not less, no more, exactly four. So. So was Chuck really there? What? Or did Chuck leave as soon as the fight was done? He's like, well, I did my part. Goodbye. And then he walked off. And that was just him, like, the kid saying goodbye. Oh, and then a kid in a wheelchair shows up and, like... And grabs a magazine, like, it's going to help him. Chuck will help him. (laughs) The spirit of Chuck is going around helping disabled children. Because originally, Touched by an Angel was going to be trained by a Chuck. (laughs) And it'd be Chuck Norris traveling and teaching nerdy kids to overcome their problems by punching them. (laughs) Trained by a Chuck. Oh my god, I love this new series. Yeah, I want to see this that. Is, this is as good as our previous uh, new horror movie involving the, uh, what are those little teddy bear things called? The, uh, from Star Wars. The Ewoks? The Ewoks, yes. Mm. I think this is better. Trying to buy a chunk. Yes. 
I'd say it's on par at the least. From that vaguely Christian family channel, what's it called? Oh, like, like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. One that has touched by an angel, right? ABC Family. Yeah, and they're trying to pretend like they're not Christian, and you're going, uh huh, sure. Yep. Anywho, enough of that shit. Enough of Richard Mole. So yeah, that's. If you people haven't watched any Night Court, that shit's funny as hell. Although it might not work anymore. It was from 84. Yeah. You might not find it as entertaining as I did growing up. I watched the shit out of that show growing up. It's quite likely. The first season had the... What's her name? Um, I gotta find the... The, the other... Um, what are they called? Security people. Um, brain just went dead. I Bailiff. Oh, yeah. There's the, oh, the old lady... Who, even though the guy that plays Bull, Mr. Mole, is like, I don't even fucking know, 6'7 or something. The guy's huge. He just towers over people. Yeah. Which is um, half the joke he's around for is, look, he's a big guy. Oh, God. They're going to make me go to his full bio. 6'8. He's, he's big. And she's this tiny little old lady who died after the first season, unfortunately, so they couldn't keep using her. Right. Yeah, but she's literally just like, shut up, you big oaf, just whatever. Watch the first season. Give up after that, because they try to get the sassy black lady in there, and it's eh. She just doesn't do the job. Yeah. She's entertaining, but... Anyways. Anyway. Uh, Eastmails? Eastmails. We'll do a couple quick, yeah. Dahlia, Obsequious, blah, blah, blah. Horny Baja. Uh, uh, so the first question, if you could erase one wait. video game franchise, what would it be? Uh, okay. Uh, what would it be? Uh, Halo. Really? Oh, no, I don't know. See, oh. I would be tempted to Call say... Call of Duty? I'd be tempted to say Assassin's Call Creed. Of, Call of Duty 2 was so good. Mm. Uh, it was. I can go back and play that shit again. Ooh. Ooh, what do you say? Assassin's Creed, the first game was great, though. What do you say, Madden? I don't know. It's... I, I don't... I don't think it hurts anything. It's just... I don't understand why people keep buying it. Because that's... Updated people, stats! These are the same people that do things like watch The Walking Dead. I don't know. <laughs> God, that show's so I don't, stupid. Uh, whatever. It's so stupid. I just go, okay, you do your thing. Just don't expect me to care. I don't. Ugh. I can't for the life of me. Which series, which franchise would you get rid of? Final Fantasy at this point? Do we have to lose F7 and 6? Uh, do we have to lose the good stuff? We do. We do. The franchise uh. goes away. I don't know. We can ignore the newer stuff, can't we? It's not like it's affecting... All Call of Duty is affecting all of our games. Yes. It does. I can lose two if we can lose all that other shit and what it's... No. No. All this online multiplayer... That is two. Yeah. Maybe that'll help with this fucking rash of bullshit online multiplayer shit. Here's an idea. Maybe we don't want to be online to do multiplayer. Why is that concept so fucking hard? You wonder what the one of the best multiplayer games ever was? I'm gonna help all you people out there. Hmm. SWAT 4. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Cooperative and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It... It wasn't just action bullshit. You actually had to fucking communicate and strategize. strategize. Yeah. There we go. Strategery had to be involved. And it's not a fucking strategy game. It's a first-person shooter, sort of, but... Shit, you had to pay attention to what you were doing. 
Yeah. And be thorough and go through and do doors and use tactics to try and... Yeah. Tell me that was not one of the best fucking games ever for multiplayer. It was a lot of fun. Land and that shit was just... <laughs> God, they need to come out with a new SWAT. Updated with graphics and have that fucking... And have LAN capability. LAN! Fuck that online shit! Well, hey, that's where I respect, uh... The Saints Row series, because even up to 4 here, they've maintained LAN capability. Have they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but Saints Row's just gone to shit. It's gone weird, which is beautiful, honestly. I guess there was no really other way the way that it started to go. Because what else were you do? Yeah, keep going different cities? No, it had to go nuts. It had to go completely ass-backwards bonkers. And that's the best part. I'm not saying it was the most fun, but I get it. Like, I totally I get just it. don't understand how they're going to keep going at this point. I don't know. They did Gat out of hell where you go and save Gat from the devil, I guess. You done playing with that thing? Maybe. Do I need to oil it so it doesn't squeak? Maybe. Also, yes. So are we in agreement Call of Duty needs to go because the the multiplayer bullshit and the way it's ruining all of our games that way? I think it's up there. It probably should be put to bed. At the very least, it needs to be put to bed. But All the Call of Duty fans are mad at us right now. Sorry. They don't I wanna... used to like the game. Used yeah. to. Two was one of the best. Two was actually fun. It was fun as fuck. I assume you mean Modern Warfare 2. No. Call of Duty 2. Still in the European World War II campaign? Yes. It was just a great fucking first-person shooter. It was entertaining. It was fun. It... Love that one. You get to do the Russian, American, and British assaults. Okay. They're trying to keep that now, where you play switch from different teams and stuff, but it just... It's not interesting, really. And the different guns. Oh my god, that's one of those few games where the guns, the different gun types are actually, like, affect your strategy and play style. Instead of... It's just a different machine gun. Yeah. I hate to say machine gun, but you know what I mean. Assault rifle. Because, oh my god, I've got this assault rifle. Oh, I've got this assault rifle. Oh, I'm totally going to play different between my fucking AR-15, M4, variant, whatever, whatever, with the red dot sight versus my H&K blah, blah, blah with the red dot sight. <laughs> yeah, totally. totally Actually, different. I think the most... Because you get the... You had the fucking... Um, you had, like, the Thompson on the American side. You had that really weird Russian one. Ah, oh, I can't think of the name of it. One of those machine guns. It's fucking completely different. Yeah. Fucking... The British machine guns? Oh, my God. Those were special. You know, feeding the magazine from the side. So, moving on. Uh, what's the best boss you fought in each console generation? Ooh, okay. Um, I guess Nintendo to start with? Yeah, start with the Nintendo. Hmm. There's a lot to pick from, but... I'm going to let you pick that one because I grew up Sega. Yeah, I say the most memorable boss that still hangs out in my mind from there is Chaos from Final Fantasy. If just because it's such a massive fuck. Like, really? Oh, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Super Nintendo? For... Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario 2. The frog thing. No, that's Nintendo. Is it Nintendo? Yeah. I didn't find him that memorable or anything. Huh. I mean, maybe you could argue Ganon, because fuck yeah. But even then, he was only in 
one game from the first gen. Okay, so Super Nintendo, what's your choice? Oh, uh, I have to say Kefka. You know Kefka? Of course. Come on, the mad motherfucker. What, what would you say from the Sega era? Sega. Oh. So, Genesis. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have to count CD or 32X, just so you're aware. I don't know, because, I mean, how many of those games did I really beat? I didn't do the RPGs and shit much on Sega. No. Because... There I, weren't all that many. There were a couple, and there were some very diehard with them, but I just never got into them. Yeah. Like, Except for, I think there was a couple that got transported onto PlayStation. I know that the, there was the Fantasy Star series, which, which I, was better on PlayStation. Did I say that out loud? Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, best bad guy. Like, I guess just uh, Doctor Robotnik is. Is it Robotnik? No, not Robotnik. Yeah, yeah you could Sonic. say Robotnik. I, I guess he's the most memorable because he's faster than Sonic. Yes, he's incredible. Maybe he's just toying with Sonic. Have you, I've always wondered about that. Like, maybe he just... He just is te- torturing Sonic. He's actually not even torturing Sonic. Maybe he's just testing out, like, different designs, which can be... He's like, hey, this this next design of ro- iteration of Robot is almost indefensible or indefeatable. I'm going to throw it at Sonic and see what happens. Okay, he found a way to break it. All right, back to the drawing board. It's just... He's just going through constant beta and revision. He's like, all right, revising, revising. He's actually building a robot army to take over the world, and Sonic is helping him. Yeah, Sonic is beta testing it for it. He is unwittingly participating in it. Showing him as the weak po- all the weak points of his robots. Right. So at the least... He's he not re- actually letting Sonic fight the rehashed new generations either. No, it's just oh, they always go back to the drawing board, always allow him to just keep examining what's happening. Anyhow, um, next one would be... Uh, I think it's probably... We could skip to the Dreamcast. PlayStation. Oh, Dreamcast? Oh, shit, I don't know. Nope, nope. We can just skip that. I can't think of enough games. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, we can't. So, PlayStation. Ooh, most memorable boss from PlayStation. I'm kind of... The best boss. Best boss. Oh, sorry. Best boss you fought. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I say memorable just because a lot of times, like, yeah, I can't remember that boss. Best boss. I didn't really fight that many bosses on Genesis, really, because it's mostly platform. I really didn't ever get to the end that often. The Joker and Batman. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was kind of going with um, Sweet Tooth. Yeah? Twisted Metal. Tell me it's not some awesome shit. Yeah, well... It... Or, uh, what's his name, the tank thing? Oh, Minion? Yeah. Dear Minion God. was an awesome boss. He's like a mini-boss on your way there, though. You're so, always he's still him. awesome. I'm not saying... I'm not giant tank thing with weird weapons that just destroy you. I think you're thinking Dark Tooth, though. The giant Sweet Tooth truck you basically fight, who's supposed to be the father of Sweet Tooth, I guess? No, I was going with Minion. Minion's cool, because then you get Minion, and then you just run around as Minion all the time. And that's your special, is the awful, evil... Ba-bam. And then I just run around as Minion after that. I just stop playing everybody else. Minion! Ha! Because, fuck you. I did play through with everyone just to see the endings. I think I beat... I did everybody on that one. I think the worst one was... Uh, the worst one to do was... What was the car that turns into a tornado? Oh, the race car or whatever it is. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, you're, you're a bitch. Yeah. Actually, no, the ro- motorcycle might be worse. Mr. Grimm? Mr. Grimm? Yeah. You're a bitch in the hat, too. Because he, he takes the most damage from everything. Anyways, um, you got one better for PlayStation? Or do you want to go with uh, Sephiroth or something? No, I mean, Sephiroth is definitely a classic. But well, I don't we could just pick best boss that you fought. So, I mean, I could pick one of the fucking weapons before that. The yeah. weapons were more entertaining than him. By far. Uh, the Turks. The what? The Turks. Oh, 
Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Always forget. <laughs> uh. Man. Yeah. Like, not a lot else. Oh, actually, the, uh, I can't remember his name, but I think he, I, I had a lot of fun fighting him as the boss, the end boss in Red Asphalt, which I swear, it seems like nobody else played that but me. I played it. Yeah. You I'm played a human being. <laughs> that thing had one of the greatest, like, hard fucking, like, metal soundtracks ever, which you can just put the disc in and play. Which was you awesome. skip the first track because that's the data disc, and there we go. Yeah, my actually my favorite, my favorite. I still have that music in my collection. Yeah, I, I tell me you don't listen to it once in a while. I do. I was trying to actually show Vanessa the car commercials, and no one's put them on YouTube. What? I was shocked. I was like, really, really, no one's done that. Because that's the best. That's like the most out of like. They're gonna have to go do that yourself. I am now. gonna have to do that. <laughs> Apparently, I'm like fucking a. Because they're hilarious. Uh, the thing I loved about it is how, like, they were so dead on, like, parroting actual, like, car commercials. I, I couldn't stand it. Like, just how great it was. Uh, well, I'm expecting a bit of comedy. Uh, anyways, uh, let's move on. PS2 uh, Xbox, nobody cares. <laughs> PlayStation 2. Yeah. What's your PlayStation 2, boss? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, that, that feels like a really solidly fun but i know there was a lot of games that i played on two but i can't remember most of them how bad Ooh. is that i'd say for two the elder god from the soul reaver series finally wrapping it up because there's nothing this is one of those things that i'm really always sad about that tony J is dead like that that man had like the the best bass voice and we've had in a long time him and la fontaine the world is a much darker and grimmer place without those two yeah. I already know my answer for PS3. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Can you guess the game? Uh, Infamous? Uh-huh. Cole? Uh-huh. <laughs> As himself. I Tell I me that just doesn't win, period. I totally agree, because I, I loved that. That was so much fun. Just... That game was awesome. Yeah. And I really didn't feel like the PS4 version with What's-His-Name lived up. It was it was it was it fun. was fun. It was fun but it to just play. Didn't live up. Yeah, story wise, it fell all over itself. I felt like the the bad campaign, the evil side. You weren't evil so much as a dick. Yeah, you're just a dick. I'm a douche. Eh, fuck you guys. I'm, I'm, I've got angst. Fuck you. Angst is not evil. This is not Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you. I saw a very interesting theory, by the way, of Star Wars. Huh. That explains a little bit why she fell in love with him, quote unquote. He was using the Force on her. Because she's that. actually repulsed by him as a, as a, towards the beginning, and then just constantly pushing it, and that explains why she died at the end is the the, the sudden removal of his effect upon her. See, I think that's way smarter than anything Lucas ever came up no, with. No, that's somebody else coming up with, like right. trying to explain how this bullshit, like smashy smashy love story works. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's let's just circumvent the bullshit with some logic and okay, yeah, we'll, we'll spy that. Well, all I can say is that going by all the fan theories that make it better, clearly someone else should have been involved in the story because so everyone else could have fixed this. Yeah, anybody could have fixed this. Yes. Apparently, if anybody had just said, "Hey, George, uh, what the fuck are you doing?" Anyways, uh, PS4. Do you care about Xbox? Same thing. Same games, really. Anymore. Everything's cross-platform. Anything that matters is cross-platform. Pretty much. I mean, we've gotten to a point where there's very few, like... So, modern console, what is your favorite boss? 
I can't think of shit because most of the games that come out on PS4 don't stand out at all to me. Well, like, if we're talking, like, the PS3 era, certainly, uh, God, what's his face from Far Cry 3? I feel, and that was a dead, that was the worst part. It starts with a V. I always forget if it's, like, Vejas from Far Cry 3. The crazy guy you run into, because you kill him, like, way too early on. In 3? Yes. I didn't play 3. Far Cry 3? Yes, I you did. I didn't play 3. I played 4. That's the newest one that came out, right? Primal... No, Primal's the newest one. The one before that is 4. Yes. Yeah, I played 4. I missed 3 somehow. I keep meaning to go back and do it, but it's going to be really a You really should. Yeah, I know I should. Actually, the bad guy from 4 I, f I found entertaining. I really liked yeah. him. I, and again, he was way underutilized. So I guess he wins P the PS4. Yeah. Because I can't think so of a better far. one. Slash Xbox... Whatever. Yeah. It's all cross-platform, so... I guess Xbox through PlayStation... Pagan, man. Well, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Moving Me on to the next question, because holy shit... We've gone a long... We'll probably have to move Would you prefer even. destructible environments in exchange for less detailed graphics? Yes! I love destructible fucking environments. I miss them. What was that one game where you could just... Oh, the door is locked? Okay. Boom, 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 boom. All the way around it. Until, oh. of course, you get halfway through the game where everything's invincible. Oh, God. Uh, Red, what is it? Uh, the PS2 game... They made Red Faction. Yeah. They made the, the very first one. I never played beyond the first one. There was a couple that were supposed to be all right. They got better, but... I understand how hard it is to do destructible environments, but... Oh, it's so nice when you come up to a locked door and you just go, huh, explosion, boom! Yep. Fuck your lock. Like, seriously. Fuck your lock. It's just stupid. I've got a bazooka, and your locked door is stopping me, and it's usually some stupid steel door, too, or something. You're going, really? I gotta go back for the key? Are you fucking kidding? Shoot it! Shoot it! Anyhow. Uh, how are the games some our guys sent you? Oh! Yes, Killer's Dead and all those. Uh, have you played any of yours? Uh, did I have any to play? Yes, remember we had that stack of games they sent us a while ago? Did I take them with me? I don't recall. You took something. I know you did. I played Sonic Generations and a bit of Killer is Dead. I really didn't get into Killer is Dead, which is weird because I thought I was going to like it. And no. Like, no, it sucks. What What happened? It sucks. You didn't play yours, did you? I must not have. I don't I don't remember which game you took. I seriously don't recall if I did. I'm pretty sure you took a game. You you took at least one of them to play. So the Enchanter apparently has not played his. I played Sonic Generations, which eh, it just it doesn't have the Sonic touch. Sonic is dead, I think. Honestly, I think Sonic's dead. Yeah. I'll try and get another one in. Cause I'm actually I'm I'm not in a game currently. I was kind of trying to get through uh, the faction, and I've come to the realization I don't give a fuck anymore. For what? The faction. Oh. It's it's alright, and it's fun for a little bit, but... Eh. Eh. Same shit over and over. Go get cover, shoot people from behind cover. Yeah. Go get cover, shoot people from behind cover. Go get cover, shoot people from behind cover. Oh, they've got flames. They're going to run at you. And it's going to be stupid and gay for a while. <laughs> Fuck you. You scream a lot. You get angry. Then you just keep doing it until you level up or you find a weapon that can actually kill the motherfuckers. Because eventually they'll drop a weapon. You can keep some weapons. And, yeah. yeah. It's that sort of loot and shoot. 
I hear so much about unleveling. Eh. Eh. So yeah, I'll try and get one of those in, and then I gotta get to Far Cry and Far Cry, apparently. And then I wanna get back into Fallout. Because I wanna start doing the modding. Maybe not in that order. But yeah, I will try to get into maybe uh, Tales of... Is it Zillia? Zillia? I don't know how to say it, but yeah. Yeah. I think I might do that one next. We'll see. Isn't that the one you were supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know. The Enchanter needs to find him. I'll, I'll find the stack. I've got them upstairs, and we'll uh, figure out. It should have the note still. It tells you which one you were supposed to play. Probably. It'll go easier now that I've got everything hooked up properly again. But no, I was playing them. Don't, don't think that I just ignored you. The Enchanter apparently did, but I did put some time into them. And, like I said, Killer's Dead, I was surprised. I thought I was going to like that game. <laughs> it, it just... Eh. So, we will roll on to our uh, individual discussion real quick. Ah, uh, you didn't want to go into the next one? No, we've taken a lot of time. On that one email? Yeah. It's a good discussion. Uh, uh, what do you have for us? Because I, I need to look up what I'm going to do. I might just do a new series, but... Well, I decided to talk about Dollman. Which stars Tim Thomerson, by the way. Which Dollman. is a hilarious, not-made-up name. Uh, he's a bit of a character actor. By the way, this is a preview. As soon as I can get a hold of a copy, I have to talk about it. I don't even care what it's about or how bad or good it is. There's a movie he was in from 2009 called War Wolves. Just for the pun alone, I'm watching that movie. I'm like, that's brilliant. How did we, how did no one come up with that until just now? How did that wait until 2009 before someone made that? That feels like the thing that someone should have done in the 70s. Doesn't it? War Wolves? Maybe. Yes. Yes. I'm like, absolutely. That's going, that's going Does in the watch list. Does somebody say Cry Havoc in it? Maybe. I don't know. Or is that more of a dog soldiers thing that should have popped up? I don't know. Yeah. All I can say is, Yeah. So, Dollman, featuring Tim Thomerson, uh, he plays, uh, vaguely, uh, basically he's a, he's a cop who's a loose cannon. Jerks on my ass! Yeah. For, it starts off on an alien planet thousands of light years away from Earth, right? Uh -huh. There's a hostage situation, which, it's amazingly prescient, because, like, there's a hostage, a bad guy takes a bunch of fat people hostage in a laundromat and i'm like was this supposed to like foresee like the coming state of america or what i don't know i don't it's weird so the cops surround the building and they're like aha they call up the mayor and they're like sir we're gonna you know we want to stop this guy and the mayor's like no just give him what he wants because the election's coming up and i don't want dead people on my won't look good you're like okay, that's not who makes the call and what the police do. The mayor doesn't, whatever, I guess. Maybe it's an alien culture, whatever. They can, I guess their orders, you know, fall differently. So we just go, whatever, sure. Tim Thomerson's character shows up. He's just going to the laundromat. And the guy who's in charge of the hostage situation is like, are you going to go solve this? He's like, I'm just here to do laundry. And you're like, okay. He's supposed to be all disaffected and badass. Doesn't kind of quite come across that. For no apparent reason, the criminal in this situation has tied four, like, really fat ladies around him as a human shield. He's, like, poking it out, like, everyone's dead here. I kill the fatties or I kill the fat kids or blah, blah, blah. And Tim Thomerson just goes in and he literally does, as he said, he starts 
doing his laundry. He, like, loads it up. He's pouring in, like, the, the solid, the, you know, powder detergent. Starts the machine. And then he pulls out his gun. He's like, I'll shoot the fat lady through you. And it'll kill you. And it'll kill the lady behind you. And then the guy just gives up. It's like, okay. Okay. Right? And then, of course, the mayor, like, the mayor, like, yells at him, like, you son of a bitch. That one of those ladies had a heart attack from that. You fucker. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, whatever. And, like, he was already on suspension for something else. So then they, like, spread a false story that he actually killed a couple people because he's, you know, a bad apple, I guess. Reasons. I don't know. He then ends up kidnapped? And he meets up with a guy who's just a head on a floating platform who apparently he's had multiple, like, run-in-thus before and he's blown off part of his limbs. And there's this thing about his gun, his little handgun, which is apparently so powerful it can explode people. Okay. So he ends up exploding a couple of the henchmen and then he gives chase and he falls basically through a wormhole and ends up on Earth, where it turns out he's only 12 inches tall compared to us. Hence the title Dollman. Sure. So he ends up in New York or Los Angeles. It's not really clear. I, I'm assu- I thought maybe Los Angeles, but then they kept mentioning that they acted like it was New York. I don't know. And of course, being as this is from the 90s, the early 90s, the biggest threat facing the city is gang violence. But not the kind of gang violence where gangs are divided by area, region, or race. It's where there's just one generic gang, and they all get along very well, as most gangs in the 90s movies did, where they're multicultural, they're very inclusive, they all get along, and they apparently elect their leader democratically or something. It's pretty unclear. Didn't you love that about the 90s, where it was the the bad things in movies were always just generic gangs and drugs, where they were trying to get kids hooked on drugs for reasons. Profit. Profit. Because, again, 12 Step three. 12-year-olds have lots of money to buy drugs, so clearly that's who you need to get hooked on drugs, is the 12-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to the people who actually have, like, money or something, you know, like the older working teens or adults. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Anyway. anyway. Uh, there's this lady who's maybe supposed to be his love interest? I don't know. She's trying to organize a neighborhood watch, because, you know, gangs... And whatnot, and her baby daddy died, like, you know, robbing a store or something because he couldn't escape the gang life reasons or whatever. The bad guy ends up allying himself with the gang because he's like, hey, I'll leave you a bomb that I brought with me that could, it's a dimensional bomb, it'll fuck everything up if you help me fix my ship so I can maybe go home. Okay. Sure, why not? Oh, and Tim Thomerson's little gun, which could explode people his size, can mostly just kill people our size. Causes them, like, little gut wounds or whatever. Okay. So he ends up going on a rampage and killing them. They kidnap the the lady for reasons, and then he goes to save her. There's a, there's a hilarious part where he's crawling through, like, a drain pipe, and he runs into a mouse, and he's like, back off, and he holds the gun, and the mouse just, like, reverses back, like, they reverse the film, like, backs out of the pipe. They do a lot of, like, camera trickery to not show him, like, they don't, like, superimpose him. They just show, here's him on the set where he's supposed to be, like, in his spaceship. 
hard cut to the girl talking to a model spaceship where you can't visibly see him. She's like, oh my god, you're a small guy or whatever. Oh, you can't be an alien. That would be silly, after all. I mean, after, tons of small people are just 12 inches tall, after all, and look fully proportioned as normal. That's... Bleh. Okay. Yeah. It's also short, by the way. It's like an hour ah, and 15. because he's like 12 inches short. Ah. <laughs> Which... Apparently they made two sequels to this thing, which is nuts. Okay. So, it's an oddball movie. It's one of those I've... By the way, it's made by the same company that made Laser Blast of MST fame. So, there's that. What, what did you got? What you, would you watch else? Uh, I've decided since I'm pretty sure the movie I was going to talk about I've already talked about. Pretty Plus, certain. Plus so, yeah. And... And I don't want to talk about Independence Day. Because there's no point in talking about Independence Day. No, I've already seen Independence Day. Although, making fun of it might be entertaining. I did think seriously about doing Die Hard 4. Okay. But we might want to have to tackle that one together. Really? Maybe. We'll think about it. There's a lot of stuff in there to, to tear apart. All the hackery stuff. They actually use black hats without explaining what they are. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't catch that one until recently. Okay, but instead I'm going to talk about a TV series that's pretty new and a lot of you may have already heard of, called Lucifer. Alrighty. Okay. It's it's popular-ish, I think, at this point. Uh, based off of Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman's Neil Lucifer. Gaiman. Nope, it's Gaiman now. Yeah. I don't give a shit how he says it. Yeah, you're like, I don't care how your name is said, bitch. You don't choose how your name is said. I do. I make the rules. Exactly. Anywho. Well, there's some other people that are involved, but it's his version of Lucifer, then some other writers took over, whatever. Right? Cool. And it's quite entertaining because uh, Lucifer is decided that he's had enough of hell, leaves, and goes and opens up a nightclub in um, L.A. called Lux. Sweet. Yeah. And... In the first episode, a star that he did a, uh, a favor for. Yeah. Because he does favors for people. Sure. Because he's Lucifer. As happens. Uh-huh. Uh, gets killed, and he's not too happy about it. And he basically is just kind of like, you know, the, the detective shows up to ask questions, and he's like, what is your corrupt little organization going to do about this? You can actually solve this? Do you care? And they're just like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So he decides to start investigating. Okay. Because why not? Because apparently he has lots of powers, but he doesn't Lucifer want to use them. Lucifer has a few powers. One is he can draw out people's desire. He can just make them tell him what their desire is. Yeah. Yeah. So they use that all the time. They just they mix it in with the with the the script, which sometimes uh, works out well. Sometimes is a bit clunky. Depends on who's writing that week, I guess. Yeah, it depends on who's not all <laughs> drugged up and directing, of course. Uh, the guy playing Lucifer is quite entertaining. Here's the problem. Right. Okay. Basically, he ends up uh, with the female detective helping her solve crimes throughout the series. Hot female detective gets charismatic guy to help them solve murders. That's, isn't that just Castle? Castle, forever. Um, I 
I know there's a few more. They're just not coming to me at the moment. I was going to say, it's pretty much... I keep wondering what hot female detectives did before this charismatic guy came along. Because apparently they didn't solve any fucking crimes. They don't know how to. They're like, oh my god, my vagina prevents me from making reports <laughs> and actually investigating. Thank god your penis shows up to fix me. Uh, yeah, so he has this entertaining thing with her as the, the detective because he has no power over her. Okay. He can't make her say things to him. Like, he can't throw out her desires. Oh, boy. She has no sexual attraction to him. So, and females, of course, are, like... So, it's basically... So, him. so, it's like the twilight factor. Like, I can't read your mind. I totally want you for some reason. Well, no, he kind of... They keep... They're not sure whether <laughs> it's romantic between them or not. Because he's like, I need to sleep with you. He even says this. So he, he even tells her at one point, yeah, I need to sleep with you just so I can get over you. But right. then he ends up turning her down later when she's drunk. She is the drunk. Because he may be evil, but he understands boundaries. And apparently when she's around, uh, it starts happening is that he's, uh, not, he becomes mortal when she's around. Okay. Well, as an angel, he's immortal. Yeah. Yeah, and now all of a sudden he's mortal and can take damage because he does his Lucifer thing to people and she finally starts believing it for a second. He's like, fine, you want to, but you, you don't believe that I'm actually Lucifer? Shoot me! And she shoots him and it hurts. Like in the leg. And he's just like, ow, what? Why am I bleeding? What's happening? Ah. Uh, it's funny. Yes. Um, but great one-liners throughout the thing. Great. Because there's there's a part where uh, somebody's like, we all have our devils, or, or we all have our demons, and he's like, yes, mine tends the bar. Because he was a demon that he brought with him from hell. And she's the bartender. All right. Yeah. And uh, his brother is always trying to get him to go back to hell. For reasons? Because he wants him to get back in to do his job. Because he's, he's the type of Lucifer that runs hell. Yeah. Even though that's not in the Bible. Right. In the Bible, Lucifer runs around Earth, and there's a spot for him in hell when he eventually goes there. When he's eventually forced there. Right. But, you know, we'll skip over that part. Because it's more entertaining to have a devil that runs hell. Yeah. It yeah, he's, he's very mad that people keep blaming him for being evil and all the evil in the world. And he's like, I punish evil. Because of the... Yeah. yeah, that's his job, apparently, in this universe. But a lot of things go with that, so let's just go with it. Let's go. It, it works. Yeah. It makes for the character. Right. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying, yeah, okay, whatever. But uh, you you might quite you might find it quite entertaining. There's an episode where he's playing piano with a priest, okay. and I just quite love that scene. Just Lucifer and a priest playing a song together on a piano. Tell me that's not a beautiful setup. Uh, it, it sounds like a setup for a joke, and then a rabbi walks in. No, that's the greatest part is that the, the priest comes into the bar, and he's just sitting there like, I've heard this joke before. Anyway. Anywho, so that's about it. it just There's a lot of generic, like, oh my god, castle, and forever, and I, I know there's more. They're just not coming to me hot-ass detective who couldn't get their shit together until charismatic like, male comes along. I was going to say, like, like not even necessarily the hot female detective, but detective that requires some quirky outsider, like what? Mentalist? Psych? Monk? Yeah, yeah. 
bunch of others like that. Like, if once you remove, like, necessary elements, like, you just have detective, like, and typically it's always hard-nosed detective. It's always, like, by-the-book, like, procedural detective that just for some reason can't do the, solve the case. They need a quirky outsider who has talent in some random thing. And they have the one episode where their talent uh, as a detective has to shine through. Yeah. Minus the, the quirky person. Right, where the quirky quirky doesn't solve everything. The no, I, my real, my actual detective work did something. Okay. Yeah, I'm useful this one episode. Is that okay? Oh, and of course you have the side detectives that help out all the time. In this case, it's her husband, that estranged husband. Which provides for more entertainment. Hooray. Because... Awkwardness is funny. Yeah. Anyways, he's quite entertaining as a character, so you might enjoy the hell out of it. I enjoyed it. Quite a bit. I binge-watched the whole fucking thing. Well, the first whole season. Like, literally, just like, watch, boom. <laughs> in two nights, because I couldn't do it in one night. Because, you know, I had to sleep, work. There's a thing called work. Yeah. Gotta do that still. Turns out... won the Powerball. Not yet. But it won't happen, so... Yeah, no, no, that's not going to happen, ever. I think I'm pretty safe saying that. Anyway, uh, that's all of that. Did you have anything else you want to talk about? No. No? No site news or anything? Comic-Con is coming, but yeah, we, yeah. Probably, we don't know if we'll, we probably won't be there. We'll see. No. We may, I we'll, might try and fly there and get my way in through the no. magicness that I've We're going to the local Comic-Con. Yes, I've got my tickets. You got your tickets? Yes. Yes. Apparently, though, we can't get any press badges, though, because, you know, all that's been tainted. <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah. The local nerd community and all. But, um, anywho. 